sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomew. And I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, we recap the big PlayStation news from the state of play. Celeste developers release a free 3D spin-off, and Suicide Squad launches with a game-ending bug. It finishes the campaign all by itself. Here is the news for Sunday, 4th of February. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. We ended off the week with a massive PlayStation state of play packed with announcements for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation VR 2. It was a big one for Kojima heads with an almost 10-minute in-depth trailer for Death Stranding 2 on the beach set for a 2025 release and a sneak peek at his new action espionage game, Fizzent, 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 who knows? Stellar Blade finally gets a release date, originally called Project Eve and announced as an early PS5 release. It's now set to release on April 26. Judas is the next game from Bioshock's Ken Levine, and it's looking to be in a similar vein gameplay-wise, if you're keen for more of that. And Sega announced Sonic X Shadow Generations out later this year. It was confirmed that last year's hit Dave the Diver will be coming to PlayStation 4 and 5, with a Godzilla DLC also announced. Silent Hill fans received a double dose of content with Silent Hill The Short Message, a free experience available now, as well as a deeper look at the upcoming Silent Hill 2 remake. Metro Awakening is bringing post-apocalyptic Russia to VR. We got a good look at Team Ninja's new IP, Rise of the Ronin, coming March 22 as a PS5 exclusive, and Until Dawn is getting remastered for PS5 and PC. There was plenty more announced, so be sure to check out the link in our show notes to watch all the trailers for yourself. Extremely OK Games, the indie developers behind Celeste, have this week surprised us with Celeste 64, a free 3D reimagining for the game's sixth year anniversary. And they threw this together in just a week. This new entry in the beloved series transforms the platformer into a Nintendo 64 start adventure, continuing Madeline's story with a fantastic nostalgic twist. I put some time into it early this week and was instantly impressed. As a big fan of Celeste and an aging gamer with a strong nostalgia for the Nintendo 64 era, it really hits a sweet spot with some nice modern gameplay additions. It's available for Windows and Linux with Maxport coming soon on itch.io. The creators of the fan-made racing game called Bloodborne Kart have been issued a notice from Sony telling them to remove the branding. The PS1-looking game was revealed late last year to many fans' excitement using that Bloodborne gothic horror look and feel as the basis for the racer. Lead developer Lilith Wolfer tweeted earlier this week announcing that they had been contacted by Sony and told to scrub the branding off the game completely. But it seems like the team were expecting this, so it didn't come as a surprise. The game was due to be launched this week, but has since been pushed back as the team took some time to clean all the traces of Bloodborne. The game is planned to feature 12 races, 16 maps, a single-player campaign mode, boss fights, and even a local split-screen multiplayer. Walther said they were still very excited to launch the game. It'll just look slightly different. The long-awaited Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League launched its early access this week, but didn't have the smooth start as expected. These players with early access started up their game only to find they had full story completion, thanks to a massive bug which unlocked certain game features and story. The developers quickly took the game offline to fix the issue, but with Suicide Squad being an always online game, 
it meant not even the single player portion was playable. The bug has since been fixed and users are able to play early access, but there are brief periods of the server being down for short maintenance. It's a rough start for Rocksteady's latest game and definitely not the one they were expecting. And reviewers weren't given much access to the game before it was launched. Might be one to sit and wait for, I think. The layoffs just keep coming this week from IDOS Montreal. The studio is laying off 97 staff members and axing the latest Deus Ex project, which has reportedly been in development for two years. The studio took to X to announce the layoffs, citing the global economy and a comprehensive restructuring by their parent company Embracer as the reason behind the move. These layoffs and project cancellation reflect a broader issue in the industry, with over 6,000 game workers laid off this year alone, and it's only February. Sadly, I predict we'll be seeing much more before the year is over. That's it for the big headlines. Here are the games coming out this week. Dive back into the creepy world of Alyssa with Alyssa's Developer's Cut. This throwback to horror-themed adventure games of the 90s is getting new weapons, enemies, cutscenes, bug fixes, and more. Relive the horror on PlayStation, Switch, and Xbox on February 6th. Also out on the 6th is Foam Stars, a colourful party shooter, but don't call it a Splatoon-like if you don't want Square Enix getting mad at you. But it is a Splatoon-like, sorry Square Enix. You can dive into the Pastel Party fun on PlayStation 4 and 5 on Tuesday, included as part of the basic PlayStation Plus subscription. Get ready to protect the galaxy from alien threats in Helldivers 2. Losing the top-down view of the previous game is now a third-person shooter with a strong multiplayer focus. You can jump into the action on PC and PlayStation 5 on the 8th. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walked Through by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomeus. And my name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love our podcast, so why not become a monthly backer on Ko-Fi? Your support lets us keep making our shows and it's easy to do. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash support, where support starts from just $1 a month. That link again is sifter.com.au forward slash support, or check the show notes. Sifter is produced by Fiona Bartholomeus, myself, Courtney Barrett, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang, and Chris Button. Mitch Lowe is senior producer who edited this episode, and Gianni Giovanni is the walkthrough script editor and Sifter's executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcasts. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. See you then. Hey there, Gianni here on the latest episode of Lightmap Sifter's interview podcast. Maddie Annabelle and Shaz Dio from Brisbane's Half Brick share the history of Fruit Ninja and the new version they've built for Apple Vision Pro. We're a company that's not afraid to fail, so we thankfully had a lot of support and were able to just keep trying things over and over and over again until it felt right. Our biggest kind of challenge was just trying to figure out how to truly make it feel like you are doing the slicing, getting it one for one, making it feel juicy and exciting. We wanted to be able to pick up a fruit off the ground and slice it, throw it somewhere and have you know the juice and the splats appear everywhere. And it was just a lot of iterations and trial and error. You can get every episode of Lightmap for free on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on YouTube, or head to our website, sifter.com.au. Sifter.